welcome to the Inside the Journey podcast. My name is Abby. And I'm Haley. And it's episode 22 and it's November and that is crazy. (laughs) So (laughs) I seriously can't believe, what is it? When this comes out, it'll be like the like like the seventh or something like that the sixth or the seventh I don't know whatever today's the fourth when we're recording it and that is wild to me like I can't believe that Halloween is over it's like yeah I don't yeah, know it's I was crazy. just talking to my sister-in-law I like yesterday just... I know and she said something about my, my father-in-law's birthday is in February and she was like so we should get together we'll get together in like three months and I was like February is in three months what do you mean <laughs> It's a whole so other year. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> I feel like Christmas is going to be here any second. Yes. It's like, I, yeah, I feel like this whole year has like really flown by like yeah, so fast. For sure. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, So we were catching up a little bit before we pushed record, but I just got back from Disneyland and it was super, super duper fun. It was my first time uh, going at Halloween time and it was awesome. I talked about it a bunch on my Instagram stories, but it was so fun. And there was a new ride there. The like, it's called Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And it's this new ride. Oh, I never heard of that. Yeah. It's a new ride in Toontown and it was so cute. (laughs) It was a whole like they make it look like you go into a Mickey Mouse cartoon is oh my what gosh, you feel so like. Cool. That would be like yeah. my dream. I used to, Toontown was like my favorite to go into. They've I loved totally it. redone the whole thing at Toontown. So it's like all nice and like feels very new and like clean and like, yeah, I don't know. It was so cute. And the ride was, was so cute. We did that one twice. I loved it so much. It was so fun. <laughs> So if you go next time you go, I don't know. I don't know when you'll go, but that is a must do. It was like, it was really fun. Was what's it called open yet? The, I know that they're like redoing, I think you told me this, the Splash Mountain or whatever. They're redoing it for like a princess and the frog game, right? Is that open yet? It's not open yet. No, it's supposed to open sometime next year. I don't think they have like a date, like a specific date for it, but Sometime in 2024. I think that'll be so cool if they make it like being like down in the bayou kind of I think that's what it's going to be. it's all dark. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh, I would love that. I know. I would be like, <laughs> that's your favorite I would be one. like, we're so going on that over and yes. over and over. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel like this is like maybe an unpopular opinion, but I wasn't a huge fan of Splash Mountain. And so when they announced they were changing it, I was like, that it's, seems like the right decision. <laughs> I feel like it's one, I feel like it's one of those where I can understand maybe someone who thinks that like oh they don't want the original things being yeah. messed with but at the same time like for me it doesn't fit in with like I think what it's being replaced with is totally going to be It makes so better. much sense. Yes. You know what and I'm saying? Like, like it's, right it's there. different if I can get it if it's like not something that is you know, Disney yeah. thing, they're just replacing it with something different, yes. but it's like, yes. no, this is going to be even better. Yeah. And even the fact that like right where Splash Mountain sits is right in between New Orleans Square. Like it's right by the Haunted Mansion and then into Critter Country, which is yeah. like so perfect. Cause it's like, I mean, Princess of the Frog takes place in New Orleans. So it makes yeah. sense to have it. In oh New my Orleans gosh. Square, yeah. And then leading into Critter Country because it's like the bayou and frogs yeah. and all, all that stuff. Like it fits yeah. right there it so totally perfectly. Does. <laughs> it totally does. I think that'd be so cool. Cause again, it's not like, I don't feel like Splash Mountain ever had anything that was like so special Mm-mm. that it like, 
made you like think of Disneyland or get yeah. you and like everyone I mean, the who's... song the zippity doodah song is yeah. fun yeah but I don't know and I I'm actually somebody who a lot of people don't even know like what that ride was based off of it was based mm-hmm. off of like an old movie called the song of the south yeah that I actually watched a ton yeah. growing up I watched, because that I was have like that was like yeah. our number one thing that was all because my grandma ran a uh, a daycare in our oh. when we lived up in Running Springs, and um, <clears throat> we all the kids in us would like go in like the little playpen circle and we go zippity doo uh-huh. da zippity day and we'd like yes. watch the guy on the on the screen like doing it and uh-huh. like those like because yeah. we always watch like, Remus. old yeah. <laughs> Old, yep. <laughs> old, old school Disney stuff. Like yes. stuff that like nowadays people are like, wait, I didn't even know that was a Disney. It's like, yeah, there's like some stuff that's I like know. not, which again, don't, it's not like that that was like a bad one, but it's not something that anyone knows anymore. So right. I don't think yes. it's a problem that yeah. they're like replacing it. I, I think so too. Like people, like people who don't have the nostalgia for Splash Mountain that went on it a yeah. lot as a kid go on that ride. And it's like pretty lame, honestly. Yeah. And the animatronics were really old. So yes. anyway, I'm, I'm excited. A, I'm excited yes. for it too. And they do have though, they opened up, uh, they changed one of the restaurants right there in New Orleans Square and made it into Tiana's restaurant from <gasps> no, the movie. Yeah. How cool. So oh I saw because, that like, when I we love there. It was cute. that. I love that Disney movie. Like that was like it's one so of the good. ones that as being a new one, it was like, you know, before everybody started making a big fuss about like trying to like, what I like about it is it's not changing any, I don't like when they're trying to change like the existing stuff. Like no, to me, that's yeah. stupid. But what I love with this is it like, it gave such a true voice to the exact character of Tiana and what they yes. were giving. And like, it's yes. just such a cool, like, I literally I know. make my niece watch I love it, it too. over and over when I'm with her. <laughs> I feel like I've gotten more and more of an appreciation for that movie the older that I get yes. because it's like it is so true to like what in in my opinion makes a Disney movie so awesome like that 2D yeah. animation they take a really classic fairy tale and put like a little bit of a Disney spin on it and like yeah. the music is so fun and yes. I love her the characters. Like, character arc through the story yeah. like oh, it's so good I love it's that good. movie me too me <laughs> and the too. villain such a good yes. villain like yes. yeah it's a good totally one totally <laughs> agree oh fun I could sit and talk about Disney for forever but Anyways, so yeah, Same. Disneyland was really fun. I'm so excited <laughs> you had a good time. Yeah, I have, no, so I, have, I have nothing to update. Life's just been fun. <laughs> you look so like, <laughs> wah, wah. I'm like, I can't, that's one thing y'all will know about me is like, I am so, like, it's it's funny how like when people give me props for like, oh, I love how real you are. <laughs> I get excited for that realness when it's like a when I'm like happy with my realness, you know, but when the real is actually very like draining and tiring, it, that's not as fun. I almost, it's not as fun because I'm also like (laughs) one, I'm a person who like tries to consider other people too. So like if I feel like my mood is going to like bring other people down, which at the same time, I've also learned a big lesson that like, sometimes it's okay to let people support you. Like you can have hard times. You don't have to be the person that's like always in a good mood Totally. But slowly but surely learning all that stuff. But we'll probably get into that at some point with the episode. But yes, what let's start off with uh, anything bringing. I mean, I'm not the bright person to ask this right now, but well, let's have you answer first. Anything particular bringing you joy? 
I mean, right now. sorry. Also, sorry if I'm sniffly. I know that that's I'm probably annoying to too. listen listen to, but I just always have allergies, so you're just gonna have to deal with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, my Disneyland trip was probably the the big thing that that made me so happy this week. I don't know that I have anything that could really really top that. It was yeah. just so fun, and it was fun to. It was just me and my mom, and we drove there, so it was like a it's like a ten hour drive from here to. Disneyland. So we got a lot of like really good one-on-one time in the car too, which was another really awesome. And and, like, I don't, I couldn't tell you the last time that like I had that much just like one-on-one time with my mom, you know, like when does that ever happen? So like that, that was a really cool part of that too. And just had really good conversations and had so much fun and we were exhausted, but it was, it was, it was great. That's <laughs> awesome. just really fun. <laughs> maybe that's what I like. Maybe cause like I haven't done anything like, cause like even when I like just in se- end of September, you know, I was celebrating my anniversary and like, I've done little things, but maybe I need like a long yeah. trip or a long yeah. break from some sort because for me, like I'll share, I'm, I'm not, I'm not not grateful for anything. I'm definitely sure, but like I definitely have been having like a rough couple of weeks. Yeah, I feel like even like the topic of this month, what we've talked about wanting to have it, like couldn't fall at a more perfect and real time of like <laughs> trying to get through the holidays. Of like, I think subconsciously because I've gone through these things for so many years as of you, there's just like, I feel like it's like this subconscious wearing that just kind of washes over you sometimes like you don't even particularly know why yeah you don't even realize it yeah Yeah, you don't even know why like I told my husband today I think a big thing about it is that I've been starting to take HCG injections again and something about having to poke myself with a needle I think instantly puts me back in IVF and it failing and all that stuff and then I'm sure it gives you yeah, all this like, stress, like a just PTSD like, almost. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. I just feel like my body and brain right now are just kind of in a a freeze mode. You know what I'm saying? Like where it's like I want to be productive with work and enjoy stuff, but there's something about it's almost like you're enjoying what you're doing, but there's, it's like this ever lingering kind of just like meh. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which no, totally. I think is I'm pretty sure if any of you guys are li- any of you guys listening, if you can relate to that, I think. I mean, I guess I won't even share really a joy because I don't really have that to share to- this week. But oh. I can say that <laughs> I can say that for me, I think that the the lesson I'm learning in this week though is that I've shared consistent joys the last 21 episodes, right? Totally. And yes. That we have to remember, like, wait. Why are we putting so much weight on like one week that you don't share that you don't have a joy, right? Yeah, it's almost it's like okay let's, to just let have me a bad remind myself that I've had to- yeah I've had like twenty one weeks of just yeah I really like and, that yeah so like if anyone else can relate to that it's like I think the bigger picture I try to remind myself is like it's okay to like not be because I I mean it's not like I'm not okay it's just it's yeah. okay to just not have that. Oh, like it's not okay to just not have that gratitude every single moment. Because I, I totally. mean, I'm sure there's, there, I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for my business. I'm grateful for of all the course. things. But <laughs> when we share these things, I think it's important that it's like when we share like something that's bringing us joy, 
full transparency, we're in just get through the day You're kind mode. of in survival mode right now. <laughs> we're going to get through, just get through. I'm going to, I'm, I am joyful if I get through the day without feeling like I'm going to have mental breakdown. <laughs> and that is a win. <laughs> that is a win. I like that. <laughs> no, I think that's great. I think that's a good perspective to have that like, it really is okay to just like, not totally be just like, fine. Yeah. And you yeah. don't have and, to pretend like you are like, and I really yeah. think like, even cause I think our next segment is talking about a business kind of tip and yeah. stuff and yeah, that let's move into it. we can move into that because that I think is what is affecting also how I'm yes. feeling and not I'm noticing sure. joy. And it's because I, my husband just talked with me about this this morning. He was like, Haley, like I watch you when you get like, he gets up super early to like do stuff for himself before he has to go off to work. And he's oh, like, yeah. You need to start doing that. Like when you get up, you do not get up to get on your phone and reply to customers and do all this stuff. You get up. Immediately start working. And you need to like make yourself your morning drink. Make your, like think of it like you cannot even start work until you get to the office. Even though office is home, office hours start at whatever time. So like this time before is not for you to do anything other than fill your own cup up, whether it's get a workout in. Yep. If you feel like, oh, I'm getting stressed because chores or laundry is over, like just piling up, like take that time to be like, I'm going to get some stuff done around the house because then I do do what I need to do. And like, I really think that that will be, it's hard for me. Like I do have like really, really bad ADHD. So it's like, I've always been someone who almost thrives in disorganization. But the the problem (laughs) with that is, is I'm learning that there's no, that can thrive when you have no responsibility necessarily. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. when it's just doing your own thing, fine. If you're somebody who does better creatively of like not having a game plan, fine. But if you have like deadlines to meet or you have certain things to do, you're going to then over, you're going to overwhelm yourself with all the thoughts of like, wait, did I forget that? Wait, did I remember that? So my biggest like kind of business tip, if anyone else can relate to this is like have set hours for when you're doing work and be organized with what you're doing with each task. And then like, like I'm learning that I'm going to have days that I set aside that are creative days. And then I can have my, let my little ADHD freaking chaotic (laughs) brain go crazy. I won't have any thing I necessarily need to get back to because it's going to be me just doing what I want to do that day. I like that. But then have some set hours throughout the week where this is when you sit down and get back to emails. This is when you sit down and you go through messages and go through comments. Yes. And yeah, have that during like specific hours and like on specific days so that it's not just like you're constantly feeling like you're behind. Like this is, yes. I'm, this is what I should be doing. This is yeah, totally. I love your husband's advice too, of like having some type of like thing that you do first thing in the morning. That's not working. And that's like designed like filling your to, cup up. Yes. Yes. I, I am obsessed with my little morning routine and it's not anything like crazy. Like I just get up and I make breakfast and I have my little same thing. I have a little morning drink that I like to have. And then I take the dog for a walk. And then I usually will like tidy something. Like I will clean something right after I finish all of that. And then it's like, okay, now I need to like get into my day. And I feel like it helps so much because then you're not just immediately like 
I don't know, think yeah. about all the things that you need to get done today. And like, well, yeah, what, I, I mean, that's I don't great know about advice. You, like once I get into work mode, it's hard for me to pull out yeah. of it. Like right now, even yeah. thinking of like, oh my God, I have all these things to do. But like, I think I've even shared how much I love the podcast. Of it, it gives me a, a, a meaningful break in time where we get it yes. just... And then almost every time just after, chat. I feel so good after yes. the podcast. I don't feel yes. like, oh, this is an extra draining thing. Like, yeah. No, it almost like recharges me. <laughs> I know. That's like, and so today, I need to like maybe do more of those kinds of things. Those kinds of like, things. A hundred percent. Yes. Like we, smarter, not harder. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're recording today on a Saturday, which we usually don't do. We try and get it done during the week, but this week yeah. has been kind of crazy for both of us. And we were talking about it yesterday, trying to come up with a time. And I was like, I'm totally fine to just record tomorrow on a Saturday because like, this is fun for me. Like, I don't feel like hundred percent. There was not, there was not an ounce of me that was yeah. like, well, we're not scheduling this on a side. No, on I was a like, weekend. I'm like, I, I was like, if we, cause that's another thing too. It's like, we were both aware that like, look, the week is already crazy. We actually both enjoy this so much. Yeah. We don't want an episode to be like a rushed thing that right, we're yes. like, yeah. oh, we didn't get to enjoy that because that's not the point of why we do the epi episodes. If we're, if we're too busy with work. So like, that's even a perfect example of doing something like that of like, not yeah. getting that's I guess another little business tip I'm thinking of is like schedule stuff but also don't be so hard on yourself when things aren't going like absolutely exactly perfect. as you plan yeah because that's not what's going to happen yes that's it really that is learned. all mind because I've learned yes. when I was like when I just didn't stress about things a lot of stuff just ended up working out just fine anyway yes <laughs> but I saw this girl I follow her name's Roseanne Austin and she's like a fertility mindset person Okay. And she said something, I think I'm, I might've brought this up on the last episode. I don't remember, but it was something about like, what are you doing that, like that, what are you doing to create stress for yourself today? And then I was like, oh my God, I feel super <laughs> called out. Like she, she calls you out. Like she's like hardcore with certain like things. And, and she was just like, cause think about it. It's your choice to be overwhelmed, stressed, decide that this is more important than that. And that's kind of a hard thing to face sometimes. Like, yeah. you know, like it's a hard thing to face that it's like, wait, so that you're doing I don't, this to yourself. <laughs> I don't get a pat on the back for being extra busy and totally. Super yeah. You don't drained. like get an award. <laughs> yeah. You don't get an award. You're just some, somehow doing, you're choosing to do things that make you exhausted. And there's nothing wrong with that either. Especially yeah. when you're just getting started in business. Guess what? Buckle up. It's about to be sure. rocky for a little bit of time while yeah. you're trying to establish yourself. Yes. But you also, you get to choose what you're doing. That's giving again, filling your cup back up and yes. taking care of yourself. So yeah. that's yes. my little, my no, two like cents that. on business and just being honest of, I'm not practicing it yet. So if anyone else <laughs> is feeling the same way, we'll, we'll get through this together. <laughs> I, I was going to say something else that really helps me is like at night or like when I'm finishing up work for the day, I'll make like a to-do list for myself for the next day of Ooh. just like a few things. Like I yeah. try and make it like no more than like four or five things. And that yeah. includes things like going to the gym and doing laundry. Like 
literally just like, these are the five things in my house and with my health and in work that I need to get done today. Yeah. And then try really hard to like stick to that list. And it works better for me. Like I've tried lots of different things. I've tried like legitimately like scheduling out my day. Like I'm going to go to the gym at this time. And then I have these hours to work and I have this, da, 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 da. Yeah. and that like seems to stress me out more because if yeah. I'm not following the schedule exactly, then I yeah. stress myself out, which is yeah. weird. I feel like but so just I would do better with list. what you're saying. It's like a to-do list and it's like, it's just about getting these tasks done yes, and you get to pick what time I need to get in. done. Exactly. Yeah. Then tomorrow when I'm awake, I can decide, okay, so I finished my morning routine. Now, do I want to go to the gym now or do I want to work now and go to the gym later? Like things like that. I love that. And that like really seems to help me. If I have a to-do list that I made the day before and I, you know, can sit down. So I don't know, maybe that's something I love that. Try, I need to start that I, something that has, that would be a me. nice nighttime routine too. Like yes. while I'm sitting in front of my red light and not getting screen time, I can sit there and like actually have a pad of paper yep. that'll then feed into the habit. I'm trying to form of like not being on my phone before I go to bed. Yes. Oh, that you was know? the other thing I was going to say something I, and I stopped doing this. I should do it again, but like I plug my phone in, in my office to charge. And so then I don't look at it as I'm falling asleep. Well, I don't do this anymore. I actually did this consistently for like I need over to start doing year. that again. Like I've, I've been fallen asleep to Akatar and it's just not doing me <laughs> a good job because I'm just missing things and then I'm realizing it's like it's pointless to listen to it as I go to sleep because I yeah, no. you pass miss out and then I miss things You're like, and then I'm like waking up I? and like chapter 68 we started at 40. <laughs> That's so funny. It just keeps playing. That's really funny. So that is something that I should do more to, I should get back into that habit. Like I said, I did it for like over a year. I was so good at plugging my phone in, in my office. And then I, so then I would like go through my whole routine in the mornings usually too, without even looking at my phone because it was like in my office upstairs, I wasn't even looking at it. So that's another yeah. thing that can be helpful to try. Especially if you say like you're in the habit of like, checking things and yes. responding to things right as you and wake up like I just swear to god get it's your phone like, out of the room yeah because it's like an instinct yeah I will literally be like okay I'm not looking at Instagram anymore and then I will be like <laughs> why is my phone picking it up and opening the app again like I just I said I just exited what, and so it, and it then really 30 does seconds later you're looking at Instagram again <laughs> yes it really does yep. make you see that it's like okay so I thank you for sharing that because I think that's like a huge, like huge business and just life hack Yeah, yes. is just to be like good at like setting kind of your boundaries. You don't, yep. you don't have to put them to a certain time limit, but you're just setting boundaries for yourself of what you will not be doing. And then also like what you will be doing and then yes. just trying to be diligent about getting better at being better at that habit. Yep. hundred percent. Yeah. Maybe we should both do it. Like start today. Yes. Let's start today. <laughs> I'll plug let's my phone in, in the office. You do it too. Yeah. And, we'll, we'll... and I have all my stuff is in my office too. And so it's anyway, like, I actually yeah. have to physically move it yes. to go into my room. So I'm like, no, yep. okay. We're not doing that anymore. Yep. Okay. Both we'll, love it. We'll be checking okay. in every single episode and seeing if we're still doing it. Okay. I'll be I honest. I'll be like, well, I didn't do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. We'll hold each other accountable. I love it. Cause I want to be reading more in bed too, instead yes. of scrolling before I go to sleep. So perfect. All right. Yes. Let's do it. 
new little challenge. Okay, fun. Let's do, should we do our, am I the asshole for this? Yes. Week? I'm so okay. excited. I love this I think this, this one's good. And I think it's kind of a fun one. I feel like it's applicable for holidays coming up because it has to do with like family gatherings. So this one is, am I the asshole for telling my husband I am not attending any more meals at my in-laws? So it says our one-year-old daughter, this one's kind of long, so bear with me, but our one-year-old daughter is allergic to dairy. And as I am still breastfeeding, I cannot eat dairy as it goes through, it goes through my milk. This was found when she was about four weeks old and it's been my normal since. So she's been doing this for a long time. She's like a year old, right? Every time we've had any meal at my in-laws, since our daughter has been born, I'm always eating I'm always left eating only meat and bread because my father-in-law will make the salad with feta cheese tossed through it or butter potatoes, etc. No matter how many times I ask my father-in-law to put some salad aside before putting the cheese through it or just to leave me some plain potatoes, it never happens. I usually just hold my tongue, eat what I can, and then eat again when I get home. Keep in mind she's breastfeeding. So like being hungry when you're breastfeeding is like not ideal. (laughs) Today, That's however, how I was about to, she sounds yeah. nice because I'd be like, "Where's my fucking dairy free <laughs> yeah, option, you, motherfucker?" You would never put up. With <laughs> I would this. never. I would be. I'd be looking person. at my husband and be like, me. "You better." Put yeah. Okay. So that's coming. So today, however, was my last straw. My father-in-law and stepmother-in-law host a lunch every six-ish months with family friends. At the last one we attended, we arrived at eleven thirty. Lunch wasn't served till nearly two p.m. And because of the commotion, our daughter didn't sleep and was so overtired that I left almost in tears because I was hungry and had a screaming baby. My husband said it was just a case of his dad not remembering what it's like to have a new baby and that next time wouldn't be so bad. When father-in-law invited us to the lunch today, we stipulated that we had to leave by 2 p.m. as my husband had a, it's she calls it a stag do, which I think is like, is that like a bachelor party or something? I think that's what they call that in like Europe or something. I think that's what probably, I don't know, to attend this afternoon. We were assured that there would be food for me to eat and that lunch would be served between one and one 30. I knew this wouldn't be the case when I saw the meat put in the oven at 1 PM. (laughs) 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 Father-in-law finally announced at one 48 PM that lunch was ready. And when I got up to serve myself, I saw the salad was covered in cheese and the potato salad type dish was made with buttered potatoes. I managed to fish a little bit of lettuce and tomato from the salad and wipe the bit of feta off it. But that was it. Aside from the usual meat and two slices of plain bread, I always have. I have so many thoughts. (laughs) My husband and I quickly had our lunch, said our goodbyes and left. As I was dropping off my husband, um, I, I drove on the way. He tells me that we don't need to rush. And he allowed a little extra time because he knew this would happen. I said, if he knew this would happen, why didn't he say anything? He just said there was nothing he could do. I told him that it was the same as last time and that I left hungry again. He said that we have we had time to have seconds and I retorted that I couldn't eat the salads and I'm sick of eating just meat and bread. Anytime we visit, I told him I'm done and I'm not attending any more meals at their house because I don't want our daughter to be subjected to this when she's older because she's going to continue to have a dairy issue. Right. He said that that wouldn't be the case. And I told him that makes it worse because that makes it sound like they'll make the effort for her, but not for me. He said I was being ridiculous and that I can always take my, my own food next time. So I got me thinking, am I an asshole for lashing out? Maybe I'm just taking things personally because I'm still hungry and maybe it will be easier to just bring my own food. 
So the reason I'll say, okay, so now even I'm glad I even heard the end because there's, I have literally two thoughts as somebody who has like food restrictions and certain things. I will be honest then saying that I would first off, I, I don't think you're the asshole, but I I do think that you have a sense of responsibility you could take that you aren't taking. Like you could, you could confront them and be like, I just want to know what's the deal. Like, is there a reason that you keep adding dairy? Like, why aren't you being very direct? Because you could end it. Like, here's what happens when I have dairy. Here's what happens to our daughter when I have dairy. (laughs) You can say, is there any way that I could maybe come early and help you prep the food? Oh, that's a good suggestion. I could set aside my, because this is the thing, like instantly, it's so crazy how your perspective can easily shift in a second because if you put it all on them and like, for example, if you just do those simple things of like, put it out there that like, Hey, like, I know it's not your job to like monitor what goes on all the food, but because I have these restrictions, would it be okay if I came over a little bit early and helped prepare some of it so I could set yeah. some stuff aside and, or yes, <clears throat> bring, just bring your, your own, own food options. I know because that might then make them see how much you're willing to take control of it yourself. That's and a really they might good go, point. Oh, you know what? Don't worry. We will we'll help you with this. Because 100%. this is I, you never know what the scenario is. If they really are assholes that are like, like they're hearing you say that you can't have dairy and they're like, whatever, we're putting dairy in all of it anyway. <laughs> like, or like then, the two people who are like, oh, you're, you'll be fine. Just eat yeah. it. It's not and a big deal. And in that deal. case, yeah. you can then be like, look, it's actually kind of a lot to pack up our daughter, pack up extra food. I can just happily eat my own food in my own freaking house. Right. So yeah. from now on, your little boy can come over by himself and he can enjoy lunches with you. But I will not be doing that because like, I, I don't think there's anything wrong either with setting a boundary if you don't feel like someone yeah. is even bothering to respect what you're asking. But I would say that like the second I saw a a freaking bowl of feta cheese salad and ba- I'd be like, where's my salad? <laughs> like, that's what I would say. I'd be like, that's oh, you really know, I, I know. I'd be like, we, we discussed this before. Where's the salad where's that I asked the salad you to that's for me? And if they said, if they said, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. We forgot. I'd be like, okay, no worries. Um, but I think that if like, we can't remember to do this, I'm going to probably sit out and I don't want it to be rude, but I just want to let you guys know that like, yeah, especially if you don't like, cause I don't know this, if they don't live close, if they don't have all this sure. stuff and it is, yeah. there's nothing wrong with setting that boundary and being like, sorry, we're not going to be able to attend because I have a, yes. I have a young child and I need to worry more about their well being right now. Right. But you yeah. guys are more than welcome to come to lunch at our place. Totally dairy free. Bring your dairy yeah. options if you want. <laughs> Well, no, totally. I, when I was reading this, I kept being like, I want, like, why won't her husband like say something? A hundred percent. It's like, that's like Kyle would literally be like, wait, like he would be in there and be like, wait, where's her dairy free option? Like there would be no, there'd be no like, shh, there's nothing I can do. Like, yeah, Yeah, no, no, that would not happen. So I do agree. I think your husband might be a little bit of a If anyone heard, if anyone heard that, I don't know. But <laughs> I just had I was like, wait, it's not an asshole. That was perfect. <laughs> it's not an asshole, but he is something. But um I 
<laughs> the like, way you said that. that was so good. <laughs> I can't wait to hear it back yeah. until like, was it quiet enough? But I do. So like, I actually think we brought this subject up the other, not that long ago when we were talking about kids and stuff where I really do think that like, I don't know with all the health stuff I've been in through when we have kids, I might be like anal Annie about like yeah, yeah. them eating certain what things, doing certain things. Eat. But I can easily tell you that in this exact scenario, I can become a victim of the circumstance if I assumed my in-laws or my family or anyone would like pay attention to like, if I was like, don't feed them this, they'd be like, well, you better pack them what they can eat then because I'm not going to specially make some shit for your kid. Sure. Like, you know, so it's like, which is I would fair. Take, like, which is fair. Like I would take, yeah. like that's a lot of extra work that now listen. And I think what's hard is when you see people that maybe have parents or have um, those kinds of families that are like going above and beyond and then you start comparing and you're like, well, what the hell? This person's mother does everything for her grandchildren and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But then you also have that same person probably complaining that their mom is never out of their business and always overbearing and always. In so it's like you kind of give yeah. and take things. Like you're not, <laughs> yeah. always Pros and getting, cons. you're not always getting everything perfect. But sure, I do think that there's as somebody who used to get very upset by a lot of things all the time, because I put a lot of responsibility on like other people to just do what I wanted. I can honestly say that there is a huge perspective shift that happens when you stop worrying or expecting others to do what you demand of them. Like you have to just take ownership. Like I actually did this as a poll the other totally. day where I went in and I went and got like a coffee from black <clears throat> rifle or I got a, a matcha and I asked them for stevia and they're like, okay, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And most, any other kind of like sweetener that's oh, I not think stevia I saw, I yeah, saw like, this. will I mess remember. with me. And Kyle goes, and so we had it and I was like, dude, I don't feel good. And I got it instantly flared up like endo, like all this stuff. And I, and he was like, they don't have stevia. And I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, I remember like last time I asked for a side of Stevia, like they gave me packets of like Splenda or some shit, whatever. Oh. And so I, dude, I swear it was like I was a mental patient because I was like, oh, I was like reiterating in my head over and over, like, should I call them and tell them this? Should I have like, but then I realized like I did a poll and a lot of people said I should go and tell them, but there was a lot of people who were like, just bring your own sweetener. Yeah. And I was like, honestly, that's. That's going to be the easiest thing. Like, I'm not going to be the justice fighter for sweeteners. However, yes, if the if the issue presents itself, like say I go in to order something one time and I get stuff, I'll be sure to ask for a side of sweetener. And if they hand me something that's not stevia, I will then maybe make the statement of like, hey, I know you guys would never do this on purpose, but just want to let you know, if you don't have real stevia, please just tell people that you don't have it because- you might not know this, but not everyone's using stevia just because they're scared of the calories. You know, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of people who have autoimmune conditions and they get certain things flared up by different yeah. kinds of. So they're so it's asking like if, for that specifically yeah. because it doesn't make them feel sick. Yeah. yeah. And so then it might just give me the opportunity to share something like that, whether they take it or not that's fine. But yeah, I don't need to like, I, you have no idea. I was like, let me, okay. So I'm going to call them and say, I was just there. And then I'm like, <laughs> but I wasn't really just there. And so I'm like, well, I'm trying to concoct a lie right now, just so I can <laughs> get my point across about 
them carrying stevia and not whatever. So I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm going to be, but sometimes it's like we can take, there's a lot of pressure that gets taken off of you when you have health concerns, when you just take a lot of ownership. I think so too. You're waiting for the world to change for you. Like it's not going to. I know. Yeah. And it would be nice. Like in, in the case of this person, like if your in-laws would like cater to you a little bit more, think about you a little bit more. Like it's definitely, you're not the asshole for wanting someone to care, especially when you're being clear about it. And then they're just not caring. Like, so yeah, that would be nice. But also like, I don't know if this is like, I, I kind of am of the opinion that like, just saying like, I'm not coming anymore is like, maybe a little bit of an overreaction and like it's i i don't know i feel like you don't want to be like hurting relationships and like yeah Yeah. like so just you could just have another conversation with them about it or just decide you know what it's not i'll just like bring my own food it's fine like and like you said then maybe next time you bring their own food and they realize that like you're serious there's (laughs) there's well i mean there's just things that i feel like when she was describing it i don't think you're in the she's in the wrong at all no but i think that there's a lot of things you could do yeah to help the scenario, such as at, be very upfront when the yeah. food's ready, instead of grabbing yourself. Which I mean, I'm not gonna lie, I'd be I'd be just fine eating some steak and a roll. I know, and bread. but <laughs> and I'd be fine with that. But I would, you know, like for example, you could be like, "Let me go and pick up. Let me bring my own mixed salad." I already know they're going to provide the meat. <laughs> like, right. yeah, I, you know, no, totally. I know they're not going to have dairy on the meat. That's yeah, so nice. So bring a salad. So yeah. bring your own salad, bring your own prep stuff. Like, yeah, I, I just... mean, I guess, cause I've done that. I've always done that. When I travel somewhere, I go, I do not expect people to like know my intolerances or even if I tell yeah. them, I, to be honest with you, I don't tell people that like, I don't go, yeah. Oh, I'm dairy free. So have dairy free options for me. I just usually go places with some options. Yes. Without it. Because I, Especially when this is my thing. And again, I'm kind of like backtracking. I don't think she's wrong, especially with those being her in-laws. However, if they're making a lunch for a large group of people, I get, I don't think there's, I don't see the difficulty of setting aside a baked potato and some salad for your daughter-in-law. Yeah. Or you like that, make the potatoes with olive oil yeah, instead like, of I don't butter. See how, like it's not, I don't see how it's a, yeah. an issue. However, it's happened multiple times. You see that they're not changing their spots. So you could be very direct and be like, Hey, you know, like, this is what I honestly, I would even probably say something like, Hey, you know, I know I've mentioned this to you a few times. I like how we're saying it. Like the person who did it is going to listen to us, <laughs> but I know just in case, just in case, um, I'll, I have I'll comment like, on this Reddit post and say, we talked about this on we the talked podcast. About this on we podcast. gave you some advice. Yeah. Do you want to go listen? Um, I would be like, Hey, I know we've talked about this, so I just wanted to put it out there. Like if it's an issue for you to give me, to put us a, a, a little bit of a side, just let me know. Cause I actually could bring, I could bring my own options. If you, if that's yeah, like a that's problem, that's a great way to say it, you know, yeah, like, cause you totally. can then just be like, Hey, I just want to like, I don't want to f- assume that you're ignoring me, but that's how I'm kind of feeling. So I just wanted to clarify if like, should I just bring my, my request, own stuff should next I just bring time? My own stuff. Cause yeah. And then they might be like, yep, bring your own shit. <laughs> or yeah. they might go, oh my God, we're so sorry. We just totally forget every time. We're going to write it down this time. Like, all right, right on the fridge. 
Yeah. Put it up there. <laughs> right there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like it. I think those are so fun. The just like reading there's something about like hearing about other people's like drama. Even oh, 100%. The, like, small well, stuff it... like that. That's like so entertaining. <laughs> yes, I agree. I love it. It's like my favorite part. Awesome. Okay. Well, so should we do our last little segment and talk yes. about kind of our topic for this month, which yeah. is prepping for the holidays specifically when it comes to like trying to conceive um and we don't have to like talk about this for a long time and maybe just like no, we have a lot more we want to get into probably in the next couple episodes yeah and just but... kind of talk about like maybe some things that we do to help us yeah sort of get through get through the holidays yeah, or prepare we have, this is for the, the holidays this is the beginning of the month so if any of you guys have any thoughts on this topic, suggestions, things that you're you're scared about coming into the holidays, like anything around this topic, please feel free to go to our join the conversation form. Um, yes. Because we'd love to yes. kind of rally around each other this month 100%. for these things. Because I think yeah. this month and next month can be very difficult. And I will yeah. honestly say that, I think I said this in the last episode, but like, my outlook was, oh, you know, this, the way I want to look at it from a positive perspective is like just as easily as nothing might happen, you never know. Something might happen. Totally. So not going to lie though, that is something that I'm like kind of just saying. I don't really believe it. <laughs> that, <laughs> that makes sense. So like, relatable. There's, there's a lot of shit lately that I'm just like, like I literally, cause I was telling you, I had like total breakdown mode when I was in, like Kyle literally came up to me cause I was like, I can't like I lately, I don't know if anyone else relates to this, but one of the big issues I have when I get very stressed and stuff is I start to lose like my memory. I start to forget what I'm doing, oh. forget a lot of stuff. And so I'm like, I'm like sitting there trying to do laundry and I'm like, where did I put the soap? <laughs> and Kyle like comes over to me and he's like, what is wrong? And I'm like, Ugh. I don't, I don't know where I put this up. And he's like, hold on. And he just, he literally, and okay. he, my husband's not a very like affectionate kind of person, but like uh, he is with me when he like sure. goes, I need. So he's like, come here, let me give you a hug. Hold oh. on. We're going to find the soap. <laughs> I was like, it's not a big deal. Thank you. I always don't know where it is. And he's like, oh. okay. He's like, do you think maybe you put it under the sink? And he's like, he literally knows my brain. He's like, maybe you were taking pictures of it. He's like, you do content. Sometimes maybe you're, like, maybe you're taking pictures of it. I was like, I didn't take any pictures of it. And he's like, okay. So we're like, I somehow, I found it, but I put it back in like a, in a box. Like I put it in a random box. In a weird place. Yeah. So that's the kind of stuff that starts to make me think like, I really need to do things that are taking care of my mental health. Yeah. And all that stuff, because this is how this stuff compiles. Like it yes. starts to build and build and you see the signs and you see the, and it's like, okay, look at when you're sitting in front of your laundry room, bawling your eyes out because you can't find the soap because you can't remember where you put it. That's usually a red flag that like you're it's pushing yourself like, a little maybe hard. Go maybe take a nap or something. <laughs> your face is just like, cool. bitch, you need a nap. Like you need to just... I'm sorry. That really is the worst feeling because you just start to feel so crazy. Yes. And then you, so and, like, but what's okay. scary is it's like, it's almost like the more you, you instinctually want to fight that feeling more and more. Like you want to instinctually be like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. And it's like, yeah. like sometimes you need to like recognize that you're just pushing yourself a little like too hard. Too hard. Yes. 
and like give yourself that breather. So I know for myself that like, I, I kind of like opened up like when I was, cause I think my biggest thing is I'll keep a lot of stuff inside. And one thing I've been getting good at is like, I'll get emotional and then I will really tell like Kyle, like what I'm feeling yeah. and what I'm thinking. And I'm like, and I literally said, I was like, what's so hard is in like, I feel like I am like hoping and praying for something that like most women, you see women who struggle with fertility for only a couple months and they yeah. about break. Yes. And what's hard for like in our scenario is like, and anyone else listening. And again, there's never any comparison game. Do not compare your timeline to anyone's because the, at the end of the day, it just makes you realize that like, it doesn't matter if it's only a couple months that you're hoping and you don't get what you want, or if it's years that you just learn to endure the discomfort and pain more yes. and more and more. Yes. And it gets exhausting. And I feel yes. like- the reason why I want to have these conversations of getting through the new year is because when we get to these end months, it's like, I don't know how to describe it. Like as many times as we tell ourselves, like, you know what? It's not important that I get pregnant. It's not important that I have a baby. And then you start, I don't know if you've seen this, but I feel like everyone and their freaking mother has announced that they're pregnant. Oh, like a lot of people that I've been happening a lot for you. A lot of people, and again, I'm so happy for them, but a lot of women, like literally I can count on almost two hands, women that I have personally built connections with that have been struggling for a while with their fertility. And they that just announced finally pregnant. that they're Whoa. finally pregnant. And for me, I'm like so happy for them. And at the same time going like, when am I going to be the one that gets no, to like- totally. Yeah, when will that be those me? Things, is that yeah. ever going to be me? And I guarantee yeah. you, they probably had the same thoughts and oh, the same yes. feelings. Yes. Like we all do. Yes. And that's why it's like, <laughs> you're just going through these motions of like not knowing like when it's your turn and then also feeling like you might feel a little guilty when it is your turn because then you'll know how someone else feels. Like yeah. I saw this quote the other day that said, I guess Robin Williams said it of the reason why some people that are suffering the most mentally are usually funny and yeah. usually in comedy and all these yeah. things is because they know how it feels to be so sad that they don't want to make others feel that way. Yeah. And I was like, that relates in so much to me. I feel like when it comes to fertility for so many women is it's almost like you have two types of women. I feel like maybe it's me being a Gemini. I could live <laughs> two sides of the same coin of I'm one second that, it makes me feel good to be on that advocacy, advocacy, whatever word advocacy, advocacy yes. side <laughs> of infertility and being yeah. positive because we don't have control and all that stuff. Yeah. But then I can also go straight to the side that I sometimes talk crap on, which is being sad, being down. And I don't, I mean, you know what I mean? I don't talk yeah, crap yeah, yeah. on it, but I try to be like the opposite of that. Yes. Yes. And so when you feel like you're doing the opposite of what you've been talking about like mm. I just had someone message me the other day that was like you know you always talk about staying positive but yet like here you are kind of complaining blah 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 and I honestly <laughs> didn't even I didn't even fight back I was like yeah yeah that's what reality is like and yeah. that's what's kind of unfortunate about social media is you expect just because somebody is trying to be helpful with a positive outlook sometimes that they don't get to be human yeah, when they maybe are having a hard time. 
hundred percent, you know? So no, totally. Yeah. I'm sure all of us know that polarity feeling of like, am I being a fraud when I say this? Because I'm not feeling that today. Yes. Well, I've been in a really weird phase for the last several months, I think, or even over a year, just kind of in this, in this time where like, we haven't really been like doing treatments or like actively trying that I almost feel like, I feel like I don't even really know how to describe it. So I'm going to just like verbally process here for a second. (laughs) It's like almost like I've been like in denial. Like I got so tired of talking about it all the time and kind of stopped talking about it much on Instagram. And like, it, I don't know. It was this weird thing where like maybe this thing inside of me was like hoping that I would just spontaneously get pregnant without, without really having to try very hard. And that like, I don't, I don't know. It was like, it's like, I don't, I don't yeah, know how else to, to describe that, it. You wanted to be that story that yeah. you tried hard, didn't yes. work. So yes. let me do the opposite of this try hard thing. Yeah. And see it yes. happen for me because oh, yeah. it was just because I was stressed. Like everybody said, <laughs> I don't think anyone gets that. You guys, we hope and pray to God it's stress. Yeah, stress would be real. the easiest thing yes. to be like, oh, wow, so okay, just, I got a little unstressed. I'll just chill out. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's like this weird, it's like this weird place that I've been in, I feel like, where, yeah, almost like denial is is the way that well, I want to like describe we were, it. We were talking about, I don't know if we were talking and recording yet or if it was when we were off and I was telling you how I was feeling about starting the HCG again of like- oh, yeah. It's like that feeling of like, you have all these options, but none at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know yeah. what to, you feel like paralyzed right. and like, wait, okay. So yes. now I'm going to get back into it, but what do I do? Because- 100%. That's like exactly how I'm feeling right now is like, okay, so clearly <laughs> doing nothing has not worked, which like, I don't know like why that delusional part of me thought that it eventually would, but it did. And and so now I'm like, well, yeah, so I'd like to like try and figure things out, but it's so daunting to like actually yeah. be like, make the doctor's appointment and then know like, okay, this is like what's coming for me. People don't even get, that's a full-time job. Yes. With all those appointments and with all the the potential meds that you're going to do and the rules you have to follow. And it's exhausting. And I actually saw something on Instagram recently about that was this girl who was talking about, she talks about it in the context of business about like her whole account and the things she helps people with is people who like, is if you're like self-sabotaging yourself. So like your self-sabotaging tendencies. And one of the things she's talking about is like, if you are dealing with this, like you feel like you're self-sabotaging, you're never quite reaching your goals. You feel like you get started and then you can't finish it. Like you don't have the discipline or whatever is that like, it all stems for same. It all stems from like some, it's because of what, yes, whatever it is that you want is activating some kind of fear response in your brain and in your nervous system. So you have to figure out what it is that you're afraid of. And she talks about, and I feel like maybe this is me. We're just turning this into a therapy session now where like, (laughs) seriously, I'm like, like, tell me more (laughs) (laughs) where like, she's saying you could have the fear of success and that could look like you're afraid of the work that it's going to take to actually get the success that you want. And I was like, uh, I think that's exactly what I'm struggling with both with like business stuff and 
where it comes to like fertility stuff, because like, I, I'm like an Enneagram nine. I really love to be like cozy and peace. And Enneagram nine is like, you're constantly striving for peace, like inner peace. And so it's really hard to like get out of your comfort zone and like do things that feel like they're disrupting that peace. And it's really easy to kid yourself that if you just sit and stay where it's safe, that you're protecting that peace when really in the long term, you're actually doing the opposite. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Because stretching yourself a little bit and getting to what you want is going to bring you more peace and have you feel more fulfilled. But in the moment it's hard to like, yeah. And so I feel like that's kind of where I've been for a while with business and with fertility stuff is that I'm almost like, just, I know like the work that it's going to take to get where I want to go. And for some reason that is like terrifying. Like, yeah. I, it's like, I but don't know do if you, I have the energy Do you agree that. that it's like, for me, it's even, it's I, cause I learned this in business when business boomed for me, it was when I didn't give a crap about what yeah. the end result was. I'm going to totally. do the work anyways, cause the work is there. You do it but you don't care about the result. But when you're in a situation like this, because I'm even now that I've been putting like my business into the idea of, Oh, could this help me afford IVF? All of a sudden it feels like it's not like I'm making less money or anything. It just feels like the work is harder. It feels like the the way to do stuff doesn't, it doesn't feel right to me. I felt that way for so long now. That's what I feel like is happening is it's like, I'm putting a expectation on something. okay. And I feel like then that's where that fear will kick in because I can't remember what Enneagram I am. Maybe we should like, we should totally do like a episode where we do Enneagram and human design and all that stuff. I think I might (laughs) be like, I think I might be like a six. Okay. I would guess that you're an eight. If, that's okay. If I, I, think I, I think I'm an eight. I think I, that actually my husband is, is an eight. One of my other best friends is an eight. For some I reason, actually I, think my I, sister is an eight. I have so many eights in my now life. Now that I think about it, I, I'm pr- almost positive I am an eight and yeah. I don't know what that is and I don't know what it means, but I just know that like <laughs> I have, I, what you just said was like so well said of, it's almost like the, well, cause, okay. For example, this is what I realized is like, I don't, I'm almost tired of putting work in for not getting the result that I want. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like I want a baby and I don't want to go through IVF. I don't want to yes. go through all this stuff. I don't want to go back to a fucking fertility person. Yes. If it doesn't equal baby. However, yes. <laughs> there's no way to know that there's no guarantee of that. So right. it's almost like you're just torturing yourself with wanting answers you will never have yes and i'm sure every woman going through that has ever gone through infertility has felt this exact same way yeah and this is why i even advise when i've had people i think we talked about another when i've ever had anyone open up to me that they've had like a miscarriage or anything like that and they're early on and they're trying to conceive journey i'm like we, you don't need my advice right now. Like right. That, right now you need to just continue to have sex, enjoy yeah. your time. Like I'm not yeah. saying don't look into stuff, especially if you think something's wrong. Totally. I had a lot of red flags of a lot of things for many years. So Same. I was a perfect <laughs> example. Like I even say this on my social media. I'm like, if you're, if your young daughter has severe pain, if they're irregular really cycles, with irregular cycles, all this stuff, get them looked at as soon as possible because the quicker yes. you can, the better. And However, don't accept your doctor just yes. saying, let's put her on birth control. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Figure out what's going on. You need to get to the root on. cause and all that stuff. But they have like, it's just like, 
I don't even know how to describe it because it's like the only option you have is to do something about it. Yeah. That's the only choice you have. And I think that the biggest thing, like kind of going back to our theme of like what to do during the holidays is, (laughs) but it's like, if, (laughs) if it's too hard for you to think about what you need to do during the holidays, maybe making the goal of, I'm going to really try my hardest to not focus on getting any result. This it's the last two months, which is crazy. It's the last two months of the year. Yeah. And what's crazy too, is like with that, see, it's like weird. All these things are coming in and I'm, and it's like highlighting to me that I'm like, so I feel this way for a reason. Like, cause like my due date for my ectopic was a week before my sister had my niece, which was December 10th. And my due date was December 3rd. Yeah. So it's like you, if anyone else can relate to that, if you have due dates coming up in the holidays or you had a miscarriage during the holidays or any of that, you, you can't deny yourself that these things are maybe popping up for you. Yeah. December for me is like, that's the anniversary of when we first started trying to get pregnant. So it's the same thing. It's crazy, right? Like, and it's just crazy how like it all starts to align that maybe you can then acknowledge that this is a time that there are some sad things around it. However, when we acknowledge that that might be what is kind of making us feel funky, instead of being like, I don't know why, what's wrong with me. I don't, <laughs> yes, you do. You know exactly what's wrong with you. It's hard You're for so you right. to see all these new babies that people are blessed with. It's hard for you to see pregnancy announcements, even though these are all the things that you are hoping and praying you ho- will have one day. So it's it can feel very lonely when you're like, yes. I am so happy for that person, but I am so fucking good <laughs> for my, like, you know what? I, like, oh, it's, yes. It feels very, and then you don't want to feel like you're having to have them feel anything for you because they need to be in their own happy moment. Cause I'll be honest, I'll tell you right now, if I find out I'm pregnant, I, it's going to be so hard for me, but I'm going to try my hardest not to flood myself into feeling bad for others that I can't. Cause I'd be, I'll be like, <clears throat> I, yeah. I want to almost accept that if, when God blesses me. And that's what I hope for others too. Like I, that's whenever I have anyone, we've talked about this and we've talked about like, what if one of us gets pregnant, which whenever totally. everyone gets pregnant first, we have to be able to be okay with sharing the news and being okay. If that in some way makes the other person have like a moment of sadness yeah. because it's, it probably you, will because, <laughs> yeah. because we also then, but we, I think when you're, it's too, uh, when it's women that are both going through infertility, it's different than someone who's never gone through it because they don't yeah. really know what to do. Yes. You know that you're not responsible for my feelings and right. vice versa. So it's almost yes. like you can let that person have a emotional moment. That's why I always think totally. it's very different for women who have experienced this because they almost have this awareness that it's okay if yeah. somebody is still, if someone's yeah. still sad, you know, yes. like, and that I am totally capable of being excited for you. Like if whenever it is that that happens and you text me or call me or whatever, and tell me regardless of whether I've had a baby, I'm going to lose my mind. Like hundred percent. Same, so same excited. with me. And I think we actually talked about this one time when I think somebody asked us like, what is it good to like, I would be more offended when people like, unless somebody chose not to say anything for a certain period of time, because they were like, I'm going to be like that. Yeah, you yeah. need to open up. But if I find out like I'm the only person that somebody doesn't say anything to, cause they're worried that they're going to hurt my feelings. Yeah, I know that, that I think feel would good. hurt my feelings more. I know. Yes, but, I agree. I don't know. Like, I feel like we're on a bunch of tangents. 
I know. Today, but <laughs> I told you, kinda, it just turned into a therapy session. <laughs> with with holidays, I feel like it's just, I mean, I would love to hear from you guys if you're listening, like what your thoughts are on this kind of end of the year thing. Like, are you feeling fearful of anything? Are you feeling like, it? you know what? I'm I'm giving it all to God. I don't have any expectations. I mean, it's just one of those things where I feel like it depends on my mood. Like I feel a little run down. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe, maybe I get a lot of rest and I'm just like, you know what? Life is freaking bomb. Like everything is so great. Like it is possible that you just got back from Disneyland. How could anybody be upset? Like, you know what? We've been going through this forever. Like it, it really, but it does give you hope to know that like, it's okay that sometimes you're good and sometimes you're not. Yep. It doesn't have to be the same across the board. You can have weeks where you're like perfect and not. And I think that's going to be the key getting through the holidays is I think so too. Take it one day at a time. Take it one week at a time. If you're good on Thanksgiving, but you are bawling your eyes out on Christmas, at least you had a good Thanksgiving. Yes, totally. Yep. Yep. And just accepting that like you probably will have moments where like, even if it's just like, I I made a post about this the other day on Halloween. Like I had a great day on Halloween, but I would also be lying if I I didn't say like scrolling through people's uh, Oh, I ball on Halloween. Cause I didn't, I didn't get to see my sister always has a, like at their property, they have this like trunk or treat thing. And my littlest niece who she was Alice in Wonderland, but I thought she was like a scary baby doll because she really does look like one (laughs) austin is creepy looking when she just like stares at you so so she looks exactly like my sister so like we used to joke that like Lindsay looked like a little gangster like she just straight looked like a little like latin gangster when she was little like that's just what she looked like she's like super brown and just mean eyes and that's what austin looks like so when i saw the picture i was like i'll just i'll say i'll show you yeah, I want to uh, see stuff. But then Logan was a Logan. But see, then this is where I get happy because it's like expre- expressing it's so it. Fun. It makes you happy. But yes, I got I bawled because I was like, I wonder if I'm ever going to be able to do this. And like, well, and my sister was like, Haley, God did not put on your heart to like want this much to be this good at being maternal and then not give you a baby. Like, trust me, Aww. it's on the way. Because like my sister's had some really crazy things happen to her, like when she became a Christian that that's why I'm like, okay, you know what? I need to just keep praying because, you know, <laughs> Jesus take the wheel. But, Cause like, we'll, we'll go on that tangent in a second, but oh. this first thing, Logan was a dinosaur, like a cowboy riding a dinosaur. So oh, she cute. had like one yes, of those inflatable dinosaurs. Yes. Uh huh. And it was just so cute. And it just like broke me. Cause I was like, am I going to ever have a baby and be able to do that? But then yeah. just recently, my sister like kind of reminded me of like, she's like, do you remember how like, when I was, and this is me kind of like exposing my sister, but she won't care. Um, <laughs> but when she was like getting her life back together after like kind of having a crazy, crazy chaotic life, she literally was still with like an ex-boyfriend and she, but she had never had a, she like didn't have a period. Like her body was just like under so much stress that she just like oh. never had a period for like six years, like a yeah. long time. And she was like, I guess her ex like kind of brought up like maybe wanting to get back together. And she was like, God, if this is meant to be like, you'll give me like my period. Cause she's like in the Bible, it says blood is life and blah, blah, blah. And like, then this is meant to be never got anything, whatever. So she's like, you know what? I don't think it's meant to be like, whatever. And then she met Daniel, her her now husband. And she was like, you know, it wasn't, you know, sparks at first 
side. Like I, she's like, she had never been used to ever having like a healthy relationship. Everything was always like chaos and stuff. Yeah. And long story short, she, they basically dated and got married, I think within like a couple months, like that's how long they just very fast, but they, they, she literally said that Daniel, they were talking about marriage and Lindsay was just like, and he was like, I'm going to talk to my pastor about it and see what he thinks. And Lindsay was like, you know what? Like, I think that I'm, I want to marry this man. Like, I think I might want to. And that night (gasps) she had her period for the first time in like six years. My gosh. And then, so cool. Yeah. And then (laughs) she went to, she didn't, they didn't have like, it was a very fast and like, she's older than her husband. So he was only like, I think 25 Uh and, or no, maybe, maybe 23. I don't know. He was younger. Oh yeah. 23 or 22. And then Lindsay was, you know, had lived a lot more life than him, but they didn't really have a whole lot of money. Um, but they still, they didn't know if they wanted a wedding. And I guess Lindsay found this wedding dress on Facebook or something marketplace. (laughs) And it was, it was literally like a freaking dream dress. It was Uh the most gorgeous dress ever. So she went there, they didn't have a price listed. And then they told her like, oh, you know, we're asking like $3,500 or something like that. And all of a sudden the woman just goes, you know, I don't know what's going on right now, but I, I don't know if you're a Christian or not, but like, I just feel like God is telling me that I need to gift this to you. What? When she called, like I have goosebumps, like, like saying it out loud. But when she called me and said that, I was like, what is going on here? Like, so cool. And so she got her, she got her dress gifted to her by this woman for free. And there was just so many beautiful things that happened. And so that's what sometimes like, it always gives me, not that I've never had like, like faith in God and all that stuff, but it just, it reminds me such a good story. Yeah. the, The kind of power that can be had when you're not trying to think too much on controlling each scenario, even though it's way harder yeah. I always try to remind myself of those stories and think that there are there's a lot to be had when you give your brain a chance to enjoy what's actually happening and be grateful uh-huh. for what you're given because sometimes we can't control these hard times that we're going through so that's what I'm wanting to remind myself of, of during the holidays is instead of being even though i know there's going to maybe be days that i'm like so sad when i'm seeing everyone dress their kids up for holiday pictures and things yeah i want to try and maybe think about be sad but then also what are you doing for yourself to help you feel good you know yes. because you can yes. really wither away if you just stay sad just about everything sit there and be sad yeah 100% yep <clears throat> yeah I agree. I think that's like the main thing. And it's, it's maybe just like obvious advice is, but just like, do make sure that you're taking care of you Yeah, <laughs> and, and that looks different for everybody, but like, yeah. And, and I, I love that story that you just told. Cause like, I don't know stories. Once like I that started are so saying cool. it, I was like, I have to expose the rest of this no, because it was so it. crazy. Cool. It was and crazy. Just, cool. Yeah. I feel like stuff like that just is the, the kind of thing that it's like, okay, just, you got to like, hold out hope. Like it'll, it'll come to you when, when it's your time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think, I think that there's, there's truth to that for sure. Yeah. And I think, I mean, just to give context behind why I think it's so important that when people are expressing how, like, 
Cause you know how we've, we've voiced before how, like when people say like, Oh, just relax. It will be your time sooner. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Why well, I think the c- controversy comes in for people with, if anyone's listening and they're like, well, I said that to somebody and they got offended. It's not about what you can say to someone. Like it really is that if we're speaking to other women going through infertility right now, we're hoping that like helping you continue to have that mindset to not give up is what you can continue to hold on to. Yes. But it's not helpful for someone to like, and again, I'm not, this might be bad, poor taste, but it's like if somebody was like terminally ill with something and there was ways that they could be making their life on this earth better, like do, if you can, if you want to interject or if you're a close member to that person, do things with them that helps them enjoy the time. Don't yeah. be the person that goes, you know, you could just do that. It's like, yeah. we don't so need to hear that. We're, we're trying yeah. to do it ourselves. Yes. But if you can, if you really want to be helpful, you can either just say, I'm praying for you and thinking of you. Or if you are a close family member of someone going through this, maybe see if they want to be included. Don't take it a personal if they don't want to be. Yeah. Um, different things like that, you know, yes. because yeah. it's a very isolating time to naturally want to be like, left alone Mm -hmm. but i think it can be nice when like the right people maybe like include you and stuff yes totally yeah i think that's great advice always always yeah i had i actually had someone message me the other day and ask like and i get this every once in a while like i have a friend who's going through infertility like what can i do to support them and what Mm -hmm. i always say is like don't don't exclude her from things like she might say no like not have the energy to do whatever it is that you're inviting her to, but like, don't stop <laughs> including her yeah. because that is like, it don't when... be like, well, I mean, you don't want to come anyways. It'd be like, yeah, but you don't understand. Like <clears throat> they might not want to come anyways because they just can't, Yeah, but it still gives a little bit of like happiness to that person when they know that they're not being forgotten just yes. because, just because they're like seeming to be a burden. Yes. You know, hundred percent. Yep. Totally. If you can't do that, then that's fine too. But just then don't, don't ask to do things. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's, that's like our the, advice. <laughs> yeah. But I'd love, I mean, like we've said before, you know, there should be a little link in the description notes. If you yep. guys want to join in on the conversation and let us know what your thoughts are around the holidays and yep. maybe we can continue the conversation. Cause if, I mean, if we don't get really any, I know this is kind of a personal time, so we'll, yeah. We never run out of things to talk about. No, so we don't. <laughs> we will continue talking. But if you guys want to join in on the conversation and let us know your thoughts and feelings, please feel free to share it. Because if we get enough, then we might just turn some of these, the remainder episodes into us just like, if there's yeah. a good amount, we might be like, hey, yeah. we're going to just share. We're going to do a, am I the asshole? Because that's my favorite part. And then yeah. we're going to go into... <laughs> just talking with you guys about like your conversations and your suggestions or your particular issues. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And maybe, um, like, I mean, we always ask if you can like leave a review or rating, Mm -hmm. that'd be awesome. And maybe like share this episode with somebody that would maybe find it relatable or something, send it to somebody or whatever. That would be really cool. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks guys. We will talk to you next week. Bye.